us. <laughs> Welcome back to Smell You Later. It's me, Tynan, with my biological sister, Sable, <laughs> coming at you with another episode. I'm so happy to be back. Me too. I say that every week and I mean it. Yeah, I can tell. You know? <laughs> I feel similarly. Good. Similarly, but not same, noted. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm freaking out right now. Why? I don't know. I got this facial and it made me anxious. I, I'm just coming from a facial. Did they? You don't look like extracted or. There's a, there's a few little spots okay. around my forehead. Oh, you just it's look all like bronzer. Very. What's the word? Like, you know, when you get your like your face massaged and then like your your skin just looks like enlivened. Yeah. Yeah. That. She got me together. She yeah. beat my shit up. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Taylor Warden in Soho. Go see her. I need to do, do a facial. I haven't done one in almost a year ever. I'm not a facial person. This is honestly only my second one I've ever yeah. had. I really? just I don't like massages. I don't like wow. facials. Like, don't touch me. I need a massage badly. <sighs> I re-upped my jaw Botox yesterday. Oh, nice. And the dermatologist, she was like, I need to switch needles because <gasps> this is... So <laughs> she had to use, like, the extra long needle because she's like, your fucking jaw is rock solid, Oh, dude. my God. I think I need to do that, too. Yeah. And then immediately after... She did one side. Part of me is like, did you do it wrong or mm -hmm. something? But like my muscle like immediately spasmed. Mm. And then she started applying pressure. She was like, oh boy, that muscle really jumped out there. And she then I like freaked out because when I looked in the mirror, like <gasps> it looked like clenched. Shit. And then I was like, fuck, what if it did the, the opposite of what I meant for it to do, which was unclench? Oh my God. So now it's fine. Like a day later, it's fine. But I was very anxious for a minute. So, so Botox in the jaw helps you unclench your jaw, yeah. right? If you're a. It atrophies the masseter muscle, which okay. is the muscle used to chew, or yeah. in my case, clench as well. Yeah. So if you have like TMJ or teeth grinding problems, yes. it's an option for treatment. For I that. should do that. I have like yeah. no molars anymore because I just oh grind my, my teeth so badly. Yeah. I got a teeth cleaning a couple of weeks ago and they're like, hmm noticing some signs of grinding here yeah what was your first sign yeah and allegedly it also like slims your face yeah. but the first time i had it done was like 2018 like no like it, i did not notice any face slimming whatsoever yeah i told you that what is it called peachy that the like yeah. the glossier like tend of botox is opening like a block from my office bitch my face my face is gonna be froze in 2022 <laughs> please yeah they opened they opened what they open one in my neighborhood too. I know there's a ton. I've never had Botox and I'm, mm. I don't want it. But now that I, it's so close to me yeah. and I probably have an end with PR, I'm just gonna be oh, like, 100%. do you want to give me some Botox? Because I take it. I feel like Botox is the least invasive totally. slash scare, scary mm -hmm. or threatening of injectables because it doesn't last right. as long. Right. Although I, I feel like I would never get Botox on my eyes because I'd be terrified of that like droopy. I can't ever yeah. touch my eyes. I've seen that pe when people like they get it done wrong or I don't even know how the fuck it happens, yeah. but they have like an eyelid droop. Yeah. And then it's not like filler where you can dissolve it. Like you just have to fucking wait. Just With, fuck. I mean, my eyes are baggy and whatever you know but it's all genetics it's yeah. like this is just how i look that's how eyes look and like i could yeah. snatch it back with some filler and botox sure, weird. but it would look weird and like yeah. then i don't know it's like i shoot your face up with whatever you want but like i i would botox away some lines i would do mm -hmm. this or that but it's like i this is at the end of the day like this is just this how you I look, look like you know what i mean yeah this is a botox podcast now this is a botox botox sponsor us allergan <laughs> <laughs> I saw maybe last month or two months ago, they had a national tox day. It was like a national Botox day. 
But I just kept seeing hashtags that said like National Talks Day, which I'm like, maybe you should use the other side of that word right. for the abbreviation because it doesn't sound great. I'm so sick of also, days. Yeah, who, yeah, who, how do you do that? How do you make a day? And why? A national day. Do we, oh, it's, it's 100% a marketing thing. I know. But I thought it was more general. It's like National Bagel Day or National, right. like, I don't know, Candle Day. Botox is a brand name. It's like, can't you just live your life? Yeah. That would be like saying National Kleenex Day. Which I'm sure there it's is. Weird. Yeah, come through Kleenex. <laughs> God. So my jaw's a little sore. And I'm like, can't wait till it doesn't feel like there's steel in my face. <laughs> well, and we await that day. We celebrate that for you. The last time I had it done in late 2019, because it takes a long time to kick in. Mm -hmm. They're like, you probably won't feel or see results for like, a month or two Jesus. which i'm just like that's too long yeah. that's crazy long yeah i could be dead by then but right. honestly <laughs> i so every week i took photos to see the progress yeah. which is how i know it doesn't do shit for space living for me i mean so it's like i look exactly the same in this entire two month span great right. <laughs> great never mind i feel great anyway 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 back to our podcast yeah sorry <laughs> tynan what do you smell like today uh, so Every time I talk about a fragrance like being a time capsule, mm. you know what I mean? Obviously, mm -hmm. scent mm -hmm. is closely mm -hmm. tied to memory, et cetera, et cetera. We always talk about this. When I talk about getting really specific with it, this scent is always what I'm talking about. Ooh. And I didn't know what to wear today, but I don't think I've talked about this scent on the podcast yet. And I wanted something warm. You know, it's winter vibes. And I just, I just couldn't land the plane on what I wanted to smell like. Because I love this scent, but I don't like wearing it because it smells like exactly like this one weekend. Oh. And I don't want to like get into like why, but then today took a turn. So what I'm wearing, let me just get into it. Okay. See you in 20 minutes. <laughs> I'm wearing uh, Prada Lome Intense. Oh, I've heard the Prada backstory before. <laughs> so uh, th this fragrance is gorgeous. Yes. It is really simple, but oh my God. Okay, so basically it's all iris and amber. And for a long time, I thought of it more as just a big amber bomb. But as I got to know and love because of this podcast, Iris more, mm -hmm. the iris started to jump out at me because like I, I sort of learned more about it and learned that I love it. And now that's almost what I smell more than the amber. So at the top, it's all iris. The middle is amber and patchouli. The base is tonka, leather, and sandalwood. Oh, damn. That sounds real good. It's... Can you smell? You have to smell. It's... I mean, honestly, it's so good. I mean, it, it's just like soft and yeah. plush mm -hmm. and really like honeyed in the way that amber is it's warm and sweet but like velvety and really simple it's really not doing a lot it's a linear scent mm -hmm. it is so comforting i love this scent i came across this scent in probably 20 when did i turn 30 2017 mm -hmm. i'm 34 i don't know so yeah didn't you say you got it on a trip to new york yeah Okay. So I, I okay, I'm remembering this correctly. <laughs> I had just turned 30. I it was that weekend. So I had this trip to New York planned with my boyfriend at the time. We were just sort gonna sort of skip town after my birthday. And then I got that call that was like, Hey, do you wanna interview Ariana Grande in Hong Kong on Monday? So 
at the last minute. I flew out to do that. It was like obviously amazing. That's insane. Insane. Wait, did they fly you business class? Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. I know. I got drunk. <laughs> <laughs> so that was already like a fucking dream and very surreal. So I flew back and I flew into New York on the day that I was supposed to for this trip anyway. So I fly back. Mm-hmm. I like meet my dream man in the hotel in Soho that we were staying at called Nomo Soho. It's a it's a very very nice place. It's a beautiful spot, and had just like this beautiful weekend in New York. And then he went home, and I spent the week doing work things. And I stole this fragrance from the bustle offices. My oh. editor at the time, Amanda Cater, who now has the podcast Big Calf, go listen to that. It's very good. I was like, yeah, take whatever you want, and I raided that beauty closet. But I snatched this up because the bottle is pretty. And I fell really in love with it very fast. So I wore it that whole weekend and week. And now, like, every time I smell it, I just think of that, like, crazy, surreal, like, beautiful, lovely weekend. And Mm. when I moved to New York, (laughs) I uh, was, like, coming off of this big year of change of, like, like, the breakup and getting laid off from LVMH and, like, wanting to get out of the bar and, like, leaving Madison. And when I got here... Or no, when I got here to like look for places, I kept having like these like very vivid flashbacks of that weekend when I was like looking for places. And I don't know why, because like New York's a huge place and we didn't do all that much. But like mm-hmm. I kept like having like deja vu, like places we went, things about, I don't know. It's like it's like breakup brain, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's just like ugh. And and so the scent is a big part of me for that. Okay, but the reason I'm getting <laughs> into it is because so today, before this, before the facial, I went to brunch with a girlfriend of mine and before i went i put this on and i was like don't do it bitch but i did but i was like what's the worst that could happen (laughs) so i put on the fragrance and i was like all right where are we going to eat and she tells me we walk up and it's the restaurant inside of nomo soho the hotel that we stayed that like this whole thing started that so i'm like ah god damn it i'm wearing the same fragrance at the same place in the same neighborhood like god everything is a circle (laughs) you know what i mean Damn. Isn't that fucked up? Yeah. Uh, oh my God. Whatever. I mean, Cosmos they're all. was like, gotcha, bitch. I know. They're all good memories. Like, I look back on it. Yeah. Really, I feel like I, I mean, what do I, I don't, I feel like such a moron all Like, <laughs> no. No, I think breakup braid is the perfect descriptor. For I don't that. know. Yeah. It's like love and scent and memory are so mm-hmm. all so closely tied that I'm sorry that all we talk about is like love, sex, and our exes on this, po- on this well, quote unquote fragrance podcast, but here scent, the fuck we are. Scent podcast. Uh, I'll, I'll broaden it up to that. Please broaden the scope. Yeah. yeah. That's so funny. Every time someone suggests a restaurant that's in a hotel, yeah. I'm like, Oh, oh, you're like fancy. <laughs> oh, I, oh, yeah. I love a hotel moment, though. <laughs> I forget that they have restaurants Same. in them sometimes. And sometimes they're very good restaurants. Mm-hmm. And usually I'm like, if you're paying, like, yeah, go. <laughs> right. Because they're so expensive all the time. Sable. Yes. What do you smell like today? Speaking of the past, this is a fragrance that I've had for a really long, probably since 2016 or 15 since they launched. It is The Harmonist. Oh! Yeah, I remember because you brought them up recently. Yeah, yeah. Um, Hypnotizing Fire. Wait, that's the one that I discovered last weekend. Really? Yes. Does that the same? Wow. Yes, I love Okay, go on. Okay. <laughs> so Hypnotizing Fire, I've had this scent since like 2016. I actually, I'm pretty sure I wrote about them. Yes, I did write about them on Exo Vein. I think they had just launched in the US at that time. Um, it's such a good scent. It is described as a quote-unquote amber floral. Amber, yes. Floral, I don't agree with at all. I agree with you. 
it smells, if anything, it smells maybe closer to like an amber woody with like a little twinge of gourmand sure. in there. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So many people have asked us and me recommendations for a scent that smells like this. It smells like the most artistic, aesthetic version smell of an extinguished candle <gasps> because it has the smokiness and a little bit of that resinous waxiness to it. It's warm, sweet and resinous, but also smoky. So, yeah, I smell like a really expensive candle, like a three-figure <laughs> price point no, candle for sure, for sure. that you just extinguished because you're like, I need to make this last for 500 years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what this smells like. I love this fragrance. Yeah, I think this is their best one personally. But I think this was also the one that I was matched with, with their weird kind of like feng shui yin yang system which mm -hmm. i find a little iffy considering the founder is like eastern european mm. it's kind of a fun concept yeah. everything is with the five elements uh water fire earth metal and wood why isn't wood the same as earth are there four elements Wait. yeah i thought there were five i thought there were four isn't metal not aren't they earth, metal is one of them fire wind and water so when I was at Bergdorf's last weekend with my non-sexual life partner, Fran, and we were trolling around the fragrance section and we came across the Harmonist booth uh, counter, whatever. And that's right. And Continue. this is beautiful. And I knew that I recognized them because of you. Mm -hmm. So the person at the counter, their name was Logan, I believe, like you know when Shout someone out just, to Logan. You know how when someone just like really knows their shit yes. down. They ran us through all this and really made me fall in love with the harmonist. So I whipped out my phone and I was like, Don't you tell me about this? And Logan matched me also with what's it called? Flaming fire. Hypnotizing fire. Yes. Yeah. So good. So good. So anyway, back to what I was correctly saying. <laughs> the five elements are wood, fire, earth, metal, and water. And then there's a yin version and a yang version of each. And wait, this is Velvet Fire. Yes, that's the yang version. I'm uh, wearing the yin fire. version. So you can go on their website and do a little survey and fill out your birthday or whatever, and it'll match you with the fragrance. Obviously, you don't have to like. I I think the system is like a little. That's I don't nice know. Too. Yeah, but Hypnosing Fire was my favorite, and Royal earth was also my favorite both of which are from the yin collection they're all gorgeously complex scents that wear incredibly long and well and they're very unique um they're kind of expensive yeah shit i want to say it's like 200 so these guys are 295 okay that's quite expensive but another one that logan matched me to and it was a more special I yeah they have why. like a couple like a sun and moon. Yeah, I want to smell those. I think an eclipse, so I did. Oh. He matched me with, they matched me with moon. Ooh. Uh, what's it called? Um, moon glory. I want to smell those. I was bring these for you. I, I, well, I'll bring you moon glory. Okay. Um, they give me samples. So good. Yeah. And you know what? It actually weirdly reminds me a lot of almost dupery. <laughs> dupery. Is Sunday's Yoa from Armani, oh, which is discontinued. Your fave. Yeah, my fucking fave. Wow. So not not the same, same, not a dupe, but yeah. very close. Okay. In okay. A, in a really like lovely, yeah. uh, delightful way. Cause I really genuinely like 
even these guys, I'm really impressed with. Sable has her discovery set out in front of me right here. They only sent me half the discovery set, though. Excuse like, me. The Yang version. We're writers. And I was like, yo, send it all. When what, when did they send this? 2018? This set? Yeah. Like a month ago. Oh. Yeah. They quote unquote relaunched. Oh. I don't know what that means. Okay, well. I think they like went away for a while, then they came back, and that's what they mean. But oh. I love the illustrations. They kind of look like really cool. Tarot cards. Tarot cards. Yeah. yeah they look really cool. Just beautiful. So um, I love the harmonist. Yeah. Anyway, I smell like a sexy burnt out candle. Love it. Which is not actually that far from the truth. Yeah, exactly. So we have, again, our biannual. Wait. What? I meant to tell you. Oh. I needed to tell you this. Okay. So okay. buckle up. I finally located and broke out my commodity discovery oh. set as I've been threatening to do for a full finally. Month. Yes. Yes. And I just wanted to update you because this is what we do here. Mm-hmm. Um. So I was interested in the different scent spaces. The mm-hmm. oh, I fucking call it the light, medium, and loud. Uh, personal, expressive, and bold. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so each day I would wear the light oh. on one wrist and the bold on the other, just to sort of like bounce yeah. them off each other and see like the differences. And yeah, I mean, like <laughs> all the rumors are true. You can tell that they are three completely yes, different, different fragrances. Mm-hmm which I think is cool, but I'm... So, like, I guess what I kept seeing is that the lighter ones really did have a clockable ISOE super moment going yes. on, like, really, like, light generic woods, and I, I mean yep. that in a good way. And then the heavier ones were all very, like, spicy, oody, really uh, dense. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it was interesting to me. But also, though, I did like it all, but I'm like, these are three different... These are three completely yes. different fragrances. They are. You know? Yeah, totally. I'm I would say the only one that I think is they're pretty similar to each other is milk. Like that's not, the only one. I've not tried milk yet. Okay, okay. I tried gold, of course. I think I tried I tried paper and I think I tried um moss maybe. Mm. Um, Actually the moss bold and moss personal to me are quite different. I think they're all different. Yeah. I, oh wait, that's what you said. Yeah. Never mind. I just like <laughs> and I like it, but I I I I'm just like I mean it's not my business, not my problem. But <laughs> I'm like, it is very cool that you are developing this concept of like scent spaces and weights of scent so you could pick whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I'm also like, you're just making three different fragrances and calling them a scent. You're selling them through as like light, medium, and heavy. Yeah. And I don't think that's right because I think there are three different ideas I could here. see under like the tentpole of moss. Yeah. Or gold Mm -hmm. it does make sense to me it just seems like a lot of development and production to go through to essentially sell one fragrance um maybe i mean again not my business model i don't care if anything i think i kind of think the bold and expressives are quite similar to each other and then the personal is like the most different so it's like they almost could have had just like bold and personal and like that would have been fine it's funny because i didn't try any of the expressives i just tried okay, the bolts yeah, and yeah. the lights okay so i'm gonna take your word for that because you're always yeah. right but and it's funny though because i didn't really expect to gravitate toward any of the light ones and i really like mm-hmm. loved them all mm-hmm. almost more than the expressives because i feel like some of the spicier uh you know what are your moments and the heavier ones sort of took over the main like, yeah, idea of yeah, the scent yeah, yeah. it sort of no, like I, overrode I it and yeah i don't know so i'm just like i don't know 
different. I think my favorite actually was the gold bold. Gold bold is it. because it it takes like this this sensuousness sensuality mm-hmm. of the gold and it gives it a little bit more grit which i yeah. like yeah for sure oh ve- uh I, yeah I, no i didn't try moss i tried velvet oh yeah velvet's still really yeah. fucking good the velvet bold to me is like <gasps> a yeah. little too much it's a it's a lot it's a little much yeah. it's just like it's not even too heavy it's just like all the notes are screaming at you yeah yeah you know yeah. which i guess was the point right but milk I was going to call it Milk Minus. Milk Personal is my favorite of the personal ones. Yeah. Yeah. Because somebody actually asked me recently about like a, a grown up version of Mark Jacobs Daisy. And I think it's it, in here. Uh, I think it was on my, it was like on my personal oh. that I did earlier this week when I was procrastinating things. Successfully procrastinating. Thank you. The Milk Personal shares the same almondy note Ooh. as Mark Jacobs Daisy. Okay. But it's just it's just like without the florals. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Huh. And then I was like wearing that all day. And then like a bunch of people complimented me on that actually. Hmm. Yeah. I need to get into that. Yeah. So thanks, commodity. Thanks, commodity. <laughs> okay. Okay. About twice a year, yeah. we bust out a Q&A yep. because we get a lot of cues all throughout the year. And this is just a nice way to sort of round them up or give you guys a chance to get them all in one place. Yep. And we have a good time going through them. Yes. We don't. Some of them are wild. I know. Some of them are like, y'all don't know some me. Some are inappropriate. <laughs> they don't have to be about fragrance. Sometimes yeah. it's most fun when they're not. And not, not that we are tied to talking about fragrance uh, on this yeah. show as history has shown. Yes. But yeah, a lot of them are fragrance based. Some are not. And we're just going to go we're through. We're going to go through them. Yeah. yeah. And okay. We're not going to hit them all. We're not going to hit them all. Because some of y'all have some nerve. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> some of these are having the audacity. <laughs> What's the first one you're saying so I can be honest? Okay. Wait, where the fuck are you? Okay. I'm all the way at the bottom of got the it, list. Got it, got it. Okay, okay. Sorry, sorry. What products do you use to get your glass glowy? Do you, do you want to do that? You one? should do that. Okay, okay. Um, the, the question is, Sable, what products do you use to get your glass skin in the pics that you post? Oh, man. See, I always say that when you want to, when you want a skin stunt, is that a word? <laughs> when you want to stunt on that skin post, wow, this sounds really graphic. A little bit of sebum and sunshine. Is that a fact? It's all about lighting, dude. Dude, for real. Straight up direct sunlight in the middle of the afternoon when you're like a little bit sweaty from the day mm-hmm. is that is the effect. So, yeah, I, I agree. I yeah. don't like taking it's this question is directed to you. I don't like taking photos if it's going to be like a, a beauty stunt mm. in direct sunlight. Mm. I like a more ambient light. Yes. See, they're great for. But that's because I blurring your skin. Mm-hmm. But. If you want to show off an eye makeup look or yes, contrast, exactly. it, it like washes everything and out. And you are more skin and yeah. I am more color. Sure. So that, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're yeah. not ever like doing yeah, yeah, a big yeah. pink eye. For real, for, yeah, yeah. Um, I realize it like erases my eyebrows basically. Sure. <laughs> like in the sunlight. But otherwise, honestly, if you want like a glassy highlight, moisturizer. Mm. The best one for that specific effect I find is Willita Skin Food. Because that shit is heavy. I only need the tiniest bit and then I just tap it onto the high points of my face and it gives you that like juicy look. Honestly, the richer the better. Yeah, I can't wear that all over my face because it's just like a grease lick. I've often used, if not face oils, which are kind of obvious, um, eye creams as highlights. Oh, yeah, that's that's brilliant. Yeah, Yeah. but that's that's what I do. The highlight I get asked about all the time is the one from Say. Oh, which one though? Uh, the, oh, not the glowy the, gel or yes, the little. Not the balms. The gel, the okay. super glowy gel is unimpeachable. Really? So fu- You have it, right? I have the 
the tan oh like my the god bronze i'll send one? them an email you have to get it okay it's, yeah i've been wanting to try the they have like only like two colors yeah. really, like the pale one mm -hmm. but you don't like all over face shimmer I know but do you not wear it all over i just use it on the high points oh okay they a lot of their instagram shit yeah. they're putting it all over i'm yeah, like don't do yeah, that yeah don't do that it's just a, it's like no pearl it's all sheen yeah stunning their tinted moisturizer however is really good for this glass skin effect because it's very very dewy i haven't used it but yeah um i have it mm -hmm. their spf too yeah it's the same finish it's just is one's it? tinted and one's not i figured yeah Ooh. So that face tint to me is all, that's very glass skin aesthetic. What's the most any of you, what any of you both, how oh. much have we paid for a fragrance out yeah, of pocket? Yeah. What's the most we paid for a fragrance? 250. Mine is probably 340. Damn. Yeah. What it, was it? It was the Bond number nine, the latest yep. Andy Warhol. Right, right. And that was in 2013. I had yeah. just, uh, the bar I worked at closed and I got laid off in the same week. So I had like no money for an entire summer. So like, so you're like, let me splurge it all on for Well, you. but once I got, <laughs> once the bar opened back up and I was just like eating cold, hard cash every okay, night, okay, I was okay. like, let me treat myself. So that's, yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Bond number nine. That's, but mm. it was like Andy Warhol, like right on the component. You know what I mean? It was like, yeah. I just, it's more, it was more of a collector thing, which, which I'm really not into. Like, I don't spend that much money on anything. Yeah. And I'm not into like collecting anything yeah. for the sake of collecting, but I was like, I'm going to love, I'm going to love that my whole life. And I was right. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I mostly spend money on outerwear or boots. Fair. Yeah. I spend a lot of money on outerwear, actually. Yikes. Well, you. Yeah. Uh, well, I. But you know say, what? I'm never fucking cold. So. I was going to say, well, you got to go outside, but you don't. So. But when I do, right. I look great. What fragrance note best describes your personality? Ooh. Yours is pepper. Ooh. I don't think I'm spicy enough to be pepper. I think you are pulling the spicy. Mm, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I was like, I'm too lazy to be pepper. And I was like, wait. <laughs> pink pepper, though. Pink pepper, I'm fine. Pink pepper. I think I'm coffee. Oh, you are coffee. Because I'm like warm but buzzy. Yes. More you buzzed. Are. <laughs> Maybe I missed it, but Atelier Colognes would love your thoughts. We have an Atelier we have episode. A whole episode. Yeah, dude. with um, the gentleman Scroll. from Atelier. It's uh, this spring. It's really worth checking out. It was yeah. a really fun one. I mean, they're all worth checking out. Thank you. Yeah. But uh, that was a good one. That was a really, really it was yeah. really fun one. I think mm -hmm. I just got over COVID. <laughs> Shout out to me. <laughs> When are you guys going to do a Sable and Tynan themed sampler sets for merch? How? We discussed this yeah. and I was like, I'll reach out and I never did. But I don't even have a contact for. I do. Oh, okay. We've talked about this. We've like tried to con like coordinate how this would make sense. But because yeah. it's um, weird. Like I would love to do this and I know that fragrance brands would happily send over samples, but it feels weird to be like, hey, can you send us a bunch of samples so we can sell them? Like that's weird. So one of our brilliant listeners suggested we partner with lucky scent and i think that makes a lot of oh, sense oh yeah do they do that sort of thing they're about to they're about, okay maybe you should lucky scent the sable is there a grown-up version of similar to clinique happy is that we just answered oh yeah the new co mind energy their newest no oh yeah wait, really yeah the new co's newest fragrance called mind clinique energy. happy because it's citrusy and energizing huh so, like, I, when I think of Clinique Happy, I think of, like, energizing citrus scent. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I read Clinique Happy. I'm thinking of Daisy. You're totally right. Yeah, yeah. So, I would recommend the Nuco Mind Energy or Eccentric Molecules 01 Man Plus Mandarin. Mandarin. Or, well, actually, I just thought of this and then I was like, wait, is that more grown up? Bath and Body Works Gingham? 
but that actually might not be grown up. I don't know what you think about that, but... Try it. Yeah. Bath & Bottle Rectangum to me smells very similar to Clinique Happy. Best affordable candles under $20. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I I would say... Votives. Tea lights. <laughs> yeah, Ikea. I would say, honestly, the t- Target candle section is like oh, the true, best true, kept true. secret in candles. They're not all great, but a lot of them are Mrs. good. Mrs. Myers. The Mrs. Myers candles, I think, always slap. What? The, the soap company. No? I don't. I mean, no, I'm going to trust you them? on this. I trust you with my life. Okay. You know the Mrs. Myers hand soaps? Yeah. They make candle versions of them. I just I just don't like it. I understand oh, what you're saying. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I like them. Okay. Maybe because they just smell like the soap and I like the soap. That's so. fair. Mm. Go to Target. Troll the yeah. candle also, section. Also, Target does have good candles. And also their components are really cute, too. Mm. You know? Yeah. Expensive vibes. But not, which is the point. I want to say H&M, but I don't know why I think that. What about in other stores? Those are like $30. Oh. So if you want to spend a little more than $20, their candles are also really good. They also do sales in their candles a lot. Huh. So like if you just troll their website. Okay. Best night cream for normal dry gals. Ooh. I'm a night cream queen. I'm sorry. Wait, <laughs> did I say night cream? Night cream. Oh, yeah. wait, I have it. Okay. And I'm sorry that this answer sucks, but I swear to God it's true and it's not from just me. Everyone loves it. The Fenty Skin Night uh, oh. Hyaluronic Acid Night Cream. Okay. Genuinely so good. I've not tried that. It is very good. It like visibly, I know it's like topical and it's yeah, an yeah. overnight thing, but it visibly like plumps your skin. Really? It's rich, but not like slick and oily. Mm-hmm. I have not met one person that does not write really? for it. As I say this, I'm mad that I'm not using it right now. Fenty Skin is good. Okay, it's fine. Is it a night cream or is it just a cream that you wear at night? Yes. Um, <laughs> it is... Well, it doesn't have an SPF, so that d- does separate it from their moisturizer. Yeah, that's like the funny thing with like night... Like the only difference between night and day right. creams is like exactly. whether it has sun protection or not. Mm-hmm. I think it's a little... I think I have worn it in the day, but I think it might yeah. be a little rich for everyone to wear in the day. Right, 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 right. I can confidently say that. Okay. My favorite cream for dryness that you can wear in the day or the night, but it is a bit rich, mm-hmm. is the Rene Rouleau Phytolipid Comfort Cream. Because mm. it's in just so incredibly richly hydrating, mm-hmm. but it, it's not greasy. It like sinks in instead of sitting on top of your skin. Rene Rouleau, the god. Yes. That. Oh, Make Beauty's new, it's called like Supercell. I fully requested yeah. that and they sent really? me so many other things and not that. I was like, hey. Every time they launch something, I, I get it. I, I don't know whose I, list you, I'm on. You but. know the brand though. I just know the yeah, PR. Yeah, yeah, I get it directly from the brand, not from the PR. Yeah. That's right. But their like Supercell rich moisturizer is really, really. Something balm or something. Yeah, yeah. Which is weird. And then they also released like a sleep mask. Oh, I think that's what I call them. Yeah. But in my, which I they also sent me, but I actually think the Supercell cream is more moisturizing than the sleep mask. Maybe that's what they sent me. I don't. Is, is it, it in silver? a chrome component? Yes, yes, yes. That's what they sent. Yeah, me. The, the the chrome one. Huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's okay. Well, if you like that one more, then I'm happy then. Yeah. This is a good question. When you sit down to write, about, I'm not wearing my glasses. I can't fucking read anything. Uh, when you sit down to write about a fragrance, what are the questions you ask yourself? Actually, that's not the question I thought it was, but that's still a good question. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I really ask myself a question i kind of just go with whatever instinct wherever the fr- the scent takes me mm-hmm. because i i always have a knee-jerk reaction to a scent I do, too. I do too and then i just collect my thoughts around that yeah sometimes with me it's like if the scent hands me like a concept yeah then 
I might write 800 words before I even mm-hmm. get to the scent. But yeah. that's how I write about it. So you Scent welcome. is the one thing I never overthink. Yeah. It's very instinctual. But yeah. sometimes it's also like, this sounds great and here's why. You know, it's just like, yeah. it gives you the idea. Yeah. I don't know. What about anything else? Like, do you have a process? Sorry. I do not have a process. How do I? Honestly, I think of like the type of person that I've smelled this on before or something similar to it. I think of that. Sure. I usually think of fragrances in terms of people or places. You, yeah. Yeah. Like. And time. Hi, fellow single mid-30s lady. Would love to hear about dating advice. How'd you get out there? Blah, blah, blah. I'll let you take this one. Yeah, that's a big question. I'm not on the apps anymore. I deleted them. You're not? No. I, okay. I go through phases where I just delete because I'm like, this isn't, this is just like a time suck. Sure. I'm not even intentionally doing anything. Mm-hmm. It's like a slot machine. You just mm-hmm. like keep like, burp, burp. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't even care. I don't know. All of my friends are like, you should get a hobby. And I was like, shut up. <laughs> You're writing a book. Also, yeah, I'm like, I have like so many hobbies. You have like, a major book to fuck <laughs> off. I play in a band. I have a break, podcast. I have a podcast. I like do. I'm like, yo, says I'm, that to I'm you. good on fucking hobbies, man. Find them. They're also like, yeah, you should like take a class or something. I'm like, I'm done with learning. Like I have enough knowledge. Yeah. No, I'm never want to be a student again. Can you tell? Yeah. I guess the main thing that's an evergreen advice is just like spend time with people who contribute to your energy as opposed to depleting it. And I know that sounds very like no, it's good wellnessy influencery. <laughs> as a cancer and a chronic ruminator, if I'm overthinking a person, or you know, like when you when you're like constantly wondering about a person and you're wondering what they think of you. If it's just like question marks in your head about a person, it's not the move. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's oh, even when oh, you have a person in your life. We've talked about this. Yeah. We've talked about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And wait, you, wait, wait. Go back to that because that was yeah. good. Yeah, like if someone is unclear yeah. about you, uh-huh. then don't. Look at us. Don't. What's to be unclear about? Okay, I'm a cishet woman, so I can only participate in those dynamics. There's like, a, you know, the generalized dynamics of like so many dudes just being like, I don't want a relationship or like blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, bro, you Wait, just... it's so many dudes being, I don't want a relationship. Yeah, okay. yeah. Like I had lunch with a friend this week and we were kind of talking about this and she was like, yeah, I was seeing somebody and then we like went to a party together and then someone asked like, oh, how long have you guys been mm. dating? And then he freaked out. And then later on was like, uh, j- j- just so you know, uh, you don't think we're dating, right? And then she was like, what the fuck else would you call what we're doing? Right. Also dating as a term isn't serious yeah, exactly. i was out. like You're it's going not that dates. deep like, you can end things whatever you want <laughs> like i think yeah. like going on like dating yeah. as a term is just something factual that yes. happens yes go away exactly so like if someone is that way no no cut them the fuck off and she did so good for her but yeah don't waste your time on people who are unclear about you and it's fine to not know if you were like want someone to be your partner or whatever Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the whole fucking point of dating is that you're just collecting information think of it that way and then you know obviously if you enjoy each other have chemistry blah 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 you can like take it forward but when i think about my dating past everybody who has been honored to have the title of my boyfriend me yeah (laughs) (laughs) including tynan from the get-go has made it clear that they want to be my boyfriend there's nothing and that's literally the way how you do it there's nothing more satisfying than just knowing yeah like it's fine if you don't it's like you can break up with anyone at any time it's fine there's nothing there's nothing that has to be like this is it yeah there's no it anymore i love when you get in your bag about this (laughs) shit sable has given me so many just like great little tidbits of information just like that and i'm like the funniest part too is that as soon as i started taking my own advice mm-hmm. i am like so single <laughs> like so so like, think single rocks i dude. am the most single i've ever been as soon as i started taking my own advice and i was like oh shit 
when I'm actually like doing the things that I know I should be doing, it just means that literally no one adds. Hey. But at the same time, I'm like, I am at peace. Yeah. That's the thing. No one is allowed to disturb my peace of mind. So if you are not contributing to my energy, then you are destroying it. I like that. And away with you be gone. I think my sort of rule for myself, Mm -hmm. not that this has ever really been a thing, but is just like, I don't know how to say this. Just like, I don't like to bullshit around. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm a pretty, I mean, everyone is a unique person, whatever, but like, I don't think I'm like your run of the mill guy on a dating app. You know what I mean? Like, I don't own a gray couch or a blue shirt. (laughs) You know, it's like, you sort of take one look at me and you're like, okay, this is not like, you know, which is fine. So it's like, you know, you like that or you don't, and that's fine. But it's like, why would I or you or anyone sort of act like any other version of yourself mm-hmm. than who the fuck you are on a first, second, third date, whatever, to tone anything down for better or worse, mm-hmm. or, you know, soften your edges or this or that. And I mean, I think I'm a pretty likable guy, whatever. But at some point, it's like, if you're not telling the truth, then you're lying to both of you yeah you you're doing I mean? both of you a and disservice what are you doing sure. you know yeah. I mean? like you're wasting your own time and theirs and like they should be one you shouldn't ever be with someone who's not fucking obsessed with you and so like why would why be afraid of like i don't know do you know yeah. what i mean it's just like it just <laughs> absolutely i have those tendencies as well and i feel like in the past two years i've very much so looked in the mirror of my own like mm-hmm. holding myself accountable and i know that i have a tendency to like perform for love sure and to people please what do you mean meaning that you know like you just said kind of like toning down or toning up certain parts of your personality to to, you know be more likable or more amenable to other people (laughs) and that's honestly just something from the past that i've done as a kid yeah and i realize that if somebody is triggering that instinct in me to do that i'm like Uh, ooh, i gotta pump the brakes on this and figure out why this person is making me feel like i need to perform for them Right. Because I should not. Well, and it's like with being the person that I have built myself into, it's like you take one look at me and I've got like, you know, a full face of makeup. I'm wearing a pink suit. I live in a cloud <laughs> apartment. Like there's not a lot of ways I can hide who the fuck I am. So it's totally. like it's going to come out one way or the other. Yeah. So you might as well just get with it from th- from jump. That's true. I've, I feel like I'm pretty unclear on that. I don't know. A lot of people will tell me they're like, you're really hard to read. And I'm like, I hear that all the time, too. Yeah. And part of me is just like. But what? Why? The thing is, though, every time <laughs> that I have heard that, it's because like, oh, because I don't like you, you know, oh, or like, it's you know what? Like, That's a good point. You know, yeah, because like I am very, I don't mind being an easy read if I like you. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, why? No, I okay. Same. This is the thing about me, though. If I like you, you won't ever hear from me. Like, I will not speak to you if I'm Wait, feeling. What? Like, yeah. Oh no 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 no. How if, if does I, that work? Not well. <laughs> no, nah, I just I'm always. I don't know if I'm you're not the of, like, initiator. I am the initiator, okay. always. I'm never the initiator. But I don't ever want to be that guy in your phone. Uh, I don't ever want to be that guy that you're ignoring a text you're, from. You're I don't ever want to be that, that guy that's much. So, like, I'll be there when I want to be there. But, like, if otherwise, you won't ever hear from me, which probably does not work in my benefit. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, you got to put a little bit of effort. But when I show up, I show out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Also, I will also, maybe that's, that's just not your quote-unquote love language. I don't know. You know? Yeah. I'm not a verbal affirmations person. I'm like a... J- gestural like i'll do nice shit for you i'll remember the shit that you say you like mm-hmm. and then you will then bring it around again it's like like when stand-up comedians do like a oh yeah 
what the fuck you call it? They, they come back around to a joke they did at the right. beginning. It's like that. And I'm like, bam. Right. Full circle. I love you. My love language is touch <laughs> and words of affirmation, but like definitely uh, touch. And I don't mean that in a horny way. Mostly. No, that's like physical affection. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. I like physical affection. Um, I like when people, I like all of them. Same. <laughs> that's something I'm like, I like all the, I like the other thing that I'm trying to work on mm. in that part of my life because I have been going on like a couple days with a couple guys, whatever, and they've mm-hmm. all been flops, but is like listening to my intuition mm. for myself and everyone else involved because I'm not good at that. I'm good at that in every aspect of my life except that. Yeah. And yeah, I'm like, and I, and you, because you always know. Yeah. You That's, always- I feel like because people overthink other people so much, it's hard to weed out your own instinct mm-hmm. or your own intuition because it's, it's the easiest quickest response you'll ever get but because we're so used to overthinking yeah. things we just overthink it too and much rationalizing and balancing yeah, 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 but yeah. it's never wrong it's never wrong dude i do have horrible news oh i'm about to cut this out okay i did go on a date this week and okay it went really well it was okay. like really it was like really nice okay i was like Ugh. how is it wait how is it about like, like not this oh my god I don't know. the last nice date i went on i never heard from him again yeah. and then i deleted all the apps because oh, i was perfect. like wait so you can go on good dates with people and still never hear from them again Interesting. oh yeah Interesting. that's fucked up yeah that was like this is fucked this is yeah. like this is broken right. this whole system is broken yeah. i'm deleting them good day forever bye yeah he probably thinks i like mismatched unmatched him which isn't untrue i just unmatched the world Unmatch the world. Anyway, that took a swerve. <laughs> Another question. Back to scent. A fragrance for someone who likes patchouli, but just a subtle amount. It's all you. I hate patchouli. I would say YSL Black Opium Extreme. We're going to come back to this answer. Wait, what? Patchouli? Yeah, that's like hella patchouli in there. The one that you did the ad for? I did the ad for the regular version. But the extreme version is much more coffee and patchouli. Okay, I'm going to put a pin in this. Okay, okay. If you could have a sandwich named after you, what would be? I've never heard a more stable question. <laughs> I love this question so much. As I'm, I'm, I'm just like, oh my God, so many things that probably don't go together. Prosciutto, or so some sort of Italian cured meat, like prosciutto, soppressata, speck. Maybe all three. Who knows? Have a heart attack. Why not? Mozzarella is too soft, though. You need like a little bit of a spicier cheese to go with mm-hmm. it. Maybe like Parmesan or something like Parmesan. Olive oil, arugula, basil, tomato, honey, wild card. And it has to be on focaccia. I want an Italian sub. That's so funny because that's like exactly what mine would be. Really? Okay. Yes. They're the, the sandwiches. Except I would put an olive tamponade on it. Ooh, like a muffaletta moment. Yes. Something olivey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Italians just make the best sandwiches. Period. Period. Say that. Yes. Oh, God, I'm hungry now. <laughs> What's a fragrance you've changed your mind about recently? I never changed my mind. Ooh. <laughs> Glossier you. Uh. <laughs> I went from despising it to not minding it. You know what? Okay, I did have an answer for this, but I didn't want to say it. But now that you said that, I'm going to say this. Okay. Santal 33. Yeah, okay. You know what? I remember that swerve. I, have, I remember it well. I feel how I felt about it and my feelings are valid, but I'm a little softer on it now. Okay. Okay. And that's like a big deal for yeah. you. Yeah. Who yes. never changes their mind. You know, exactly. <laughs> Why does Tynan hate Benefit Cosmetics? Because they're a racist company that does bad business. Next question. Okay. <laughs> I feel like you've said that before. I have. How do you compliment someone's aroma manipulator? <laughs> <laughs> Rodeo, shut up. I love this. Wait, I keep losing my place. Manipulator. Oh, here we go. 
I I feel like the really dramatic way to do it is to start big and then narrow it down. Yeah. So you could be like, God, something smells really good in here. What is it? And then go like, it's not this. It's not this. And then get closer and closer. And you're like, I think it's you. Oh, I see that. That is haunting. Mm -hmm. Hate that. Mm -hmm. What brand does Tynan work for for his nine to five? And what does he do? (laughs) Y'all see the fuck out of my business, please. Is it, wait, is it normal for people to blast their employment side of I don't know. I've stopped. I was like, try, I know we talk about work all the time, but yeah. like, I've tried to stop like doing that. I like talking about, talking about my Instagram bio. I know everybody puts their employer in their social media bios, and I have low key always thought that was weird. I've, been, I've very much been that girl for years. So yeah. I still have my bylines, and that, which I know is tacky, but I'm like, I work for those. Yeah. Everybody does it. But I've always thought that was weird because that means. That if you do something problematic on social media, your work will have more of a reason to fire you. Mm. Or more, or I don't know, depending on what it is. Then, then, everyone you, be like, but... then everyone will be like, oh, they work for them. Let's harass their employer to fire. I don't know why people get such weird fucking kicks out of getting people fired. It's power. Yeah, it's like a weird power thing. I'm a senior copywriter at Equinox and okay. I freelance my balls off. So I, <laughs> Yeah, you do. So yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm the creative team there. Wow. Are you happy? <laughs> which i still very much consider beauty yeah body wellness they've got the spa they've got the hotel it's a lifestyle wait, they have a spa mm-hmm. every uh almost every club has a, really? a spa yeah <gasps> wait so can you like get massages and mm-hmm. stuff oh, yeah do they have a friends and family too? <laughs> no but i'll book one as me and then you can just go with your hair up they won't, okay. know, the, they won't know the difference <laughs> i'm tired <laughs> they'll never know <laughs> they'll be like you're not as loud dude i would be doing that like once a week but i don't want a job so never right. it's not worth it for me <laughs> This is a good question for you. How do you explore fragrance without going broke? Samples, dude. Samples, that's also Lucky Scent. The Lucky Scent is an online fragrance retailer that does like super niche, uh, super high-end fragrances, which I know does not translate to not going broke. However, they will vial out almost any, unless it's like, deathly expensive any fragrance on their site for you for like three four five not even five probably four bucks mm-hmm. so you can go spend 25 30 dollars yeah. on a bunch of really nice scents and get i don't know five or six i can't do math do it yourself but i've worked with them a, a couple times and they've sent me a ton of like really expensive vials that wouldn't have cost me more than 30 bucks and they're also things that one i wouldn't have been been able to find anywhere else mm. much less have the experience of actually wearing it on my body so that's a great way yeah. shout out to them also like sable always says discovery scents are great yes the cool thing about discovery sets is more brands are doing this now but mm-hmm. they'll give you like a little discount yeah. towards the purchase yes. of a full size which yes. i think is cool mm-hmm. and there are services or websites that will decant out mm-hmm. all sorts of fragrances yeah. for you so you can purchase and you can purchase by size so like however many milliliters of a sample you want that's one way to do it 10 milliliters is kind of a lot. These little guys yeah. will get you a lot of wear. Yeah. You know, if you're serious about going through that, that's going to, I mean. I, yeah. The two milliliter size, which is usually the standard sample size, like mm-hmm. I will get like three or four wears out of that. Oh, like, I'll, fully. I'll get a week and a half. Yeah. Maybe, and I'm honestly. a generous spritzer. Right. Yeah. Right. Also, uh, many people did not know this, including myself, but if you're one of the four people on earth that still shops in department stores, mm. they usually have yep. uh, sample vials of everything on the counter and if they don't they can uh they'll make one for they you they can't one for you yeah. sephora, sephora as well too, yeah so um don't be afraid to ask yeah that's how they sell that is how they sell you know they want to get these samples just in like their hands. ask for stuff yeah be that person right and i know talking to the fragrance counter people is a nightmare believe me but 
if it gets you something to wear home. Yeah. Thoughts and opinions on the wedding scent concept. I believe what they're referring to is a lot of people will have a thing where they will buy and wear a fragrance for the first time on their right. wedding day. So it always reminds them of that. And then maybe on their anniversaries or whatever, whenever they want mm. to revisit that. I think it's cute. It's super romantic. It's, it's cute. fragrance, memory, and love. It's like my <laughs> big three or whatever. So yeah, of course I love that. It's great. Do whatever you want. I like the idea of having a scent made for your wedding. Same. Like That's cool. That's fucking baller Same. shit. Same. And you both wear it. Yeah. Now that's cool. Why is it so hard for perfumers to make an earlier orange blossom last more than 10 minutes? Because they're light. I think that's, a yeah, like they're top notes. They're here for a good time and a long time. How do you work without working? That's a question for you. I feel like that's directed at me. That's a, absolutely a you question. I just took out another gigantic freelance project, so. Okay, I feel like people have this perception that I like don't work. It's because you say every episode that you don't work. Because I'm trying to battle the... The, like, hustler industrial complex. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm absolutely not trying to battle that at all. The girl boss industrial complex where everyone's like, achieve, achieve, achieve. What are you achieving? Mm. Like, I work as hard as I need to to cover my bills and have enough money to support the lifestyle that I have grown accustomed to, which includes lots of Italian sandwiches, yeah. <laughs> lots of stupid expensive coffees, yep. and, like, a trinket every now and then. Yeah. I don't really spend that much money. Now, now that I think about it, the thing I spend the most money on is food because yeah. I love to eat. That's yeah. like where all my money goes mm -hmm. and some house knickknacks. So I freelance. I fr I'm a freelance writer. I'm writing a book. I still haven't gotten that advance money. <laughs> it's been six months, but whatever. I'm working on it. I mean, I'm at a place now, at least in my career, where I mostly field assignments. I only pitch things when I just come up with good ideas that I don't want to do for free. Mm -hmm. And that I can demand a rate that's like higher than standard. But that's because I've had a career in yes. editorial where, you know, I have like shit on my resume. Yeah. I mean, like we've yeah. done all the things that yeah. we got paid shit for. Exactly. Which just means anymore. that, and like that, it's not like some writers are worth more money than others no. because it's the same amount of work. I think it's just that the types of projects I go for are just like higher paying stuff. Yeah. And I would, I would rather work on bigger projects that pay more than lots of little projects that are easier to do. Yep. Um, That's exactly why I've done all this brand work all year. Because it's yes. like, I love editorial. But yeah. it's like, if you want to, it's like, I can write 10 articles over mm -hmm. a month. Or I could do, spend five hours on a project and make exactly. the same amount of money. Yeah. You yeah. Know, and it's not, no, actually it is about the money. Yeah. Sorry. It's 100%. I it's have, about the money and the time. Yeah. Yeah. I have all the bylines I need. Yes. And, and I'm grateful for each and every one of them. But it's like, yeah. if I'm going to do anything, if I'm going to work in my spare time, mm -hmm. I'm going to get paid you for have it. A full I don't understand how you do this with a full-time job. Like, that's insane to me. It's I've, all yeah. it's all I've ever known. It's a freelance. Yeah. I will always be a freelancer first. That's true. I think I was way more of a hustler when I had a real job. You know what? Okay. And also, <laughs> I was thinking about this because it's like, I am truly, like, I'm so lucky to have, like, this amazing job that I love that, you know, it pays me a living wage and to have all of these freelance opportunities both editorial and brand coming my way i'm getting everything i've always wanted and i don't mean that sounds psycho because it's like i've never like i don't want work but <laughs> you know the brands that are approaching me are brands i've always like really loved and, and yeah. wanted to work with and no, for so i'm not yeah. gonna say no but i was thinking there was someone i was ha uh mm, when i got the job at equinox mm -hmm where I work, um, 
they really gave they like ran me a bag they gave me mm-hmm. m- more money than i was asking for it so that was great and i was having a conversation with someone right after i started that i was just talking about a freelance thing i was doing and they were like oh i, I thought uh since you got this equinox job you didn't need a freelance anymore it's not and, about need and i was like that question hit me so hard because i was like yeah it's I'm, i make good money whatever whatever that means but it's like i don't and I never like wanted for anything growing up or whatever. Like, yeah. so I've always been fine. But I, 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 there will never be enough money coming in that I will think like, oh, I don't need more. Not need, sorry, but mm. like, do you know what I mean? It's like I will never make enough to like not be like, be like oh money. yeah, I'm gonna turn down three thousand really? dollars. You know what I mean? See, I do that all the time. No, I, 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 <laughs> I don't know. I, it's just like why. I turned um, down a lot of paychecks. Also, to be the, honest. the person who said this to me has never worried about money in their lives. Oh. So it was sort of that. I was like, oh, we look at money completely. Yeah, that's two completely true. It really ways. depends on how you look at money. I don't know. It's just like everything I have in my life, I have, I have bought myself. Yeah. And um, Same. does that make any fucking sense? It's like, yeah. It's not and about. I think also you still have a freelancer mindset. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Which I understand. Yeah. I'm like just emerging from the freelancer sure. mindset. Sure. We're. I will turn down like a six thousand dollar project because mm-hmm. it's, I'm like, oh, well, this is boring. Also, I don't want to do this. I've been lucky though. Like, yeah, I, I wouldn't take something I didn't want to do. Also, yeah. I got a lot of cool shit done this year. But yeah, it was just like, what, what, what does that mean that I don't need? Like, one, I'm not doing this because I need to. But two, like, in what world would I turn down four grand for well, for something depends. I want to do? Yeah, if you want to do it. But if it's like, here's four grand to do something that you don't want to do. If this sounds psycho, I'm sorry. That's different. It's like that Kim Cattrall quote where she's like, I don't want <laughs> do to be in a situation. situation. <laughs> Even for an hour. I just think like, so I don't, I don't need to do shit. I don't want to do. I was raised by a stockbroker and a business yeah. owner. I don't have it in me to like leave money on the table. Uh, also, I like see, I'm single and like I'm. Yeah. Uh, what the fuck else am I doing? That's, Getting drunk. Yeah. Like, I no, I stayed until 11 last night and worked and then went out and got drunk. Like, oh. you can have it all. <laughs> anyway. It's like the reason you have money. Like. The whole reason that I have money is so I don't have to work. Yeah. So, like, that's how I view it. Well, like, I'm sorry. Like, money is my only sense of security. Mm. Oops. <laughs> Oops. I, you just got too real. I, no, I think that's true for I a like, lot of people. I like don't ever want to be broke again. Yeah. And Dude, yeah. I never want to be broke again, but I'm pretty good with money. I am too, I'm yeah. very good at saving. I am too. I always have been. Mm-hmm. And luckily, when I went to college, I went to a state school, I was on scholarship, and I also had to be an RA for free housing. So I didn't have any, I don't have any debt from mm-hmm. that. I have like a little bit of credit card debt, but nothing unmanageable. Yeah. I don't, I don't spend out of my means yeah. as well. No, neither do I. I don't have a shopping addiction or anything like that. I remember in my 20s, my rich girlfriends who like came from wealthy families, they were always in tons and tons of credit card debt. And it stressed me the fuck out because I was like, how do you live like this? Mm. And then I realized it's because I'm like, oh, you're just used to that. Like, that's normal to you to just spend money and worry about how you're going to pay for it later. Mm. And then they got into a lot of arguments about their parents cutting them off and stuff. But I was like, oh, sucks to be you depending on someone for money. Whereas no one controls me. Right. Exactly. And all it takes, honestly, all it takes is being in one bad relationship and cohabitating with them and not being able to leave because you don't feel financially secure Mm -hmm. to be like, I will never fucking be in that position again. Yep. Yep. So... That's on that. I don't. I feel like that didn't answer the question at all. I think work? it did. How do you work? work? Oh yeah, I didn't answer at all. No, it did. It did. No, it did. It did. It did. It did. Yeah. Maybe a little sift through that. Sift. How do you get out of your own way 
and write slash create without judgment of yourself? That's a really good question. Mm. I don't like what (laughs) (laughs) I simply don't. (laughs) I don't. No, like when you're writing. So, I mean, like I write about beauty. All right. And which is good because it's like one step removed from anything personal. But beauty is inherently personal. So, like, I don't think of my writing as personal, but it is also deeply personal. So Mm -hmm. it's like. That is what I tell myself as my shield to be like, this can't go like you can't get I'm, a, you know, I'm a very private girl. Mm-hmm. So but it's like, oh, it's about makeup. It's not about me. It's fine. Okay. So that's like my way in to get kind of crazy and personal because like I'm lying to myself the whole time. I just like when you're why would you judge yourself when you're writing? It's your shit and no one else is going to see it. But you if you don't want them to go nuts. But what if someone is going to see it? Then don't turn it in until you're ready yeah. for them to see it. You know, it's writing is your own secret until you choose to tell it. I heard this on a science podcast, I forget which one, that basically it said as an individual, you are incapable of perceiving yourself accurately. Mm. Like there is literally no way that you can perceive yourself accurately because you're a person with thoughts and feelings and that's always going to be subjective. I don't like that. Yeah. But then it it actually like kind of freed me because I was like, oh, I don't have to worry about it then. Because the way I see myself is not necessarily accurate to who I am Mm -hmm. or what I'm about. You know, that can go either way, obviously. But it just has freed me from overthinking things that I do or how how I think I'm coming off, which you have to consider that like everybody is kind of just thinking about themselves. They're really not overthinking you. Nothing's personal. And also, like, I think the act of writing your thoughts down on paper or writing anything is inherently brave. And like, I think people respond to that positively. And I don't think uh, people like, go to some I, this is a lie as i say it but like go to <laughs> go to something with bad intentions to tear it apart i know that they do like hello the internet but yeah yeah i don't know i think if it's for you let it be for you and have a lot of fun and explore until it's not for you or it's not fun then stop doing it but like yeah you know there's it, always like and i do this a lot with writing i think i've just gotten very quick to just erase a bunch of shit yeah. i do not participate in some calls fallacies when it comes to writing i will just erase everything also, like, step away from your shit. I don't know what you just said. Okay. Fallacies? Sunk cost fallacy. I don't know It's like when you keep investing in something that you know isn't it. Oh. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. okay. I'm with, you. I'm with you. I'm with you. definition of it. No, but it's, it's kind of like that. that. Good. Anyway, the best things I've written just kind of come to me, like, in, a, like, a lightning flash, which is, like, I think a lot of writers feel that way, but it's also, like, not an efficient way to have a career because mm-hmm. you can just, like, wait for inspiration to strike. But when I'm forcing myself to write something... And I can feel it being like very postured yeah. when I know that I'm subconsciously trying to come off a certain way. Sure. And then I come back and read it hours later. I'm like, ew, it's so obvious that I'm trying to come off a certain way. I'm not communicating what I'm actually trying to say. Yeah. Then erase it all, get rid of it, and then just do it over and be like, just say the thing you wanted to say. But that's, I mean, that's a right. And like, like that's the right in the edit, you know? Yeah. I mean, no, totally. hundred percent. Yeah. Know? I, I have a tendency to be verbose when writing. I will always overwrite anything yeah. and then come back and cut shit down. And that's like the best thing is like, how can I say this thing in the sm- the, the most minimal way possible? Brevity, baby. Brevity. Also, like if you don't want to judge yourself, just like... Have a drink. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's almost like when you give a friend advice, like a friend that you care for, 
and are affectionate towards like imagine your fr- your friend who you care for wrote that and then give them advice exactly yeah well also like the thing some of the some of my best shit has been th- something that like really scared me or was felt like a risk as mm-hmm. a writer or a person and yeah so like had I have let myself get in my own way, those would have never happened. Like the fucking thing that I won the Fragrance Foundation oh, Award for. Oh, that was such a beautiful piece. Thanks. But yeah, uh, yeah that was. Oh, yeah. It was very vulnerable. Why the hell did I put that on paper? You know? Um, but thank God I did. Because like. And it won an award. It won an award. <laughs> we love the accolades. <laughs> Scent of technically non-scented objects that you're drawn to. That's such a good question. I love that. Um, example of construction paper. Also from the question. Coffee. Coffee, gasoline. Gasoline, pencils, like a freshly sharpened number two pencil. I actually kind of like the smell when like the radiators turn on for the first time in the winter and like it's like roasting the dust on them. Yeah, and like hot metal. It's very cozy. I like tire tread. You do. You've mentioned that a lot. It's for my upbringing. Yeah. Yeah, I like any like automotive smell. Yeah. It just reminds me of because my dad's an auto mechanic. Yeah. It just reminds me of that. Yeah. My... Yeah. My dad in the bike store, but yeah, like, yeah. same things. Dad's on wheels. <laughs> God. <laughs> for the longest time, I thought Tynan's last name was Buck. What's the meaning for the handle? It means that I was 19 and I was drunk in college <laughs> and I didn't fucking realize that shit was going to follow me to the, my grave. Okay. I would have made it my last name. You can change your username. Though. I know, but it's been so long. Yeah, that's true. Whatever. Who cares? Okay, have you ever successfully overridden a strong scent memory with a new one? No, and I never will. I think you can override it just by messing with the context of the fragrance. Look at me sobbing about what I'm yeah. wearing for 20 minutes <laughs> at the beginning of this episode. No, I can never forget anything. Date a new guy. Date a new guy. <laughs> Spritz it on him. Right. Hopefully he doesn't catch on. <laughs> Seriously. I really like this one. How does scent affect your appearance, i.e. makeup inspired by a fragrance? Mm. For me, mm. it's always the other way around. Wait, what? So, if I... Like, makeup inspires a scent? Yeah. Like, if I'm wearing, like, a, I mean, I usually wear pink eyes of some sort. I will... Not always, because I'm doing all this shit, but, like, that'll make me want to wear, like, a pink fragrance or a fragrance that, like, smells pink. Oh, I feel that. Mm Because fragrance is, like, the last thing we put on. Uh So, like, yeah. Sometimes I'll, like, do my skincare, put on the fragrance, because I do my... I do my makeup in my underwear. Yeah. Um, No, same. So, I'll do my skincare, put on my fragrance so it has time to heat up to my skin without touching my clothes. I'll do my makeup and then I'll get dressed. But mm. like if I do like a purple eye, I'll wear the Andy Warhol scent because it's really heavy on plum and berry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or uh, I'll, the only colors I wear are like pink and purple. But things like that. So I guess it goes in reverse. Um. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. I think appearance, aesthetic affects my scent choice mm-hmm. more than the other way around. Yeah, but it happens more often than you think. Yeah. Well, sometimes it's like a mood too. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm oh, feeling, yeah. I'm yeah. feeling very fluffy today, so okay. I'm going to wear my fluffy scents, yeah. like stuff like that. Which fragrance in your collection would make the most interesting <laughs> person? That's a really good question, That's a great but it's question. I difficult can't answer it because I think that they would most of them would make really cool people. Yeah, I think a lot of them would. I think we are the cool people. We are them. Next question. Do you have the one that got away in fragrance? Also a great question, Ooh. and I do. Go on. John Varvatos, Rock Volume 1. I'm sorry. The name of that is so cringe. It's terrible. But there was never Volume 2, so what's good? Oh. It's the one I told. I think it probably... Had- I know you love John Varvatos. Yes. Yeah. Varvatos. Goddamn. I always say that wrong. Wait, and I will until I die. Is it Varvatos or Varvatos? It's Varvatos. Okay. Um, Varvatos. 
John so Burgess. you were right. But it's, I think I talked about it on the last Q&A, but it's the one that he put out in 20, 2009, question mm-hmm. mark. And Was it like one of the Jonas Brothers? Huh? No, but okay. it had, uh, had like coffee in it. And I just can't find it. I've searched the ends of the earth to find it and I can't. Weird. It's definitely the one that got away. Huh. Yeah. I don't know what that means, got away. Like, is discontinued? Probably that, yeah. Okay. I don't know. I have a really short term. I'm like a hamster man. <laughs> I didn't notice that this one until just Ooh. now. I want to hear some of the most egregious things that brands ask of you. Egregious. <laughs> oh, no. God damn it. That's <laughs> so cute. I, I knew that was wrong as I said it. <laughs> no. That's, I'm the one who mispronounces That's going to haunt me till I die. No, it just it made me think of that. <laughs> the recent SNL episode with Simu uh, Lu. Mm-hmm. Who is hot. Who's super hot. And there was a bit where he was like competitively with Bo and Yang. And they were like, the first Asian man to do this. The first Asian man oh, to do funny. this. <laughs> Someone's like, oh, Bowen, this award came in for you. The first Asian man to mispronounce the word boutique. And then he goes, it's not boutique. <laughs> I could pass it off as not wearing my glasses, but I just fucked it up. I, d- I did think in my defense that there was one more G and I just ran with it. I was like, this probably means something. I love it. Help me. Anyway. Can you read that? Okay. The question is, I want to hear some of the most egregious things brands ask of you. To work for free. Yes. Oh, yeah, 100% that. Suck my dick. So many brands are like, well, it's a partnership. I'm like, for who, bitch? For, yeah. No, you're not using that word correctly. No. So many brands. Speaking I'm, of not using a word correctly. <laughs> I'll just stop responding. I will like not even. So many brands have asked me. They're like, we admire your work so much. And then they're like, do it for free. And I'm like, end communication. Yeah. And then they keep emailing to follow up. And I was like, silence is an answer. <laughs> Sounds as an answer. Also, yeah. when brands, if you like, if we, if one of us does a, a fragrance story, yeah, you know, as we do, mm. um, or a, a story oh. in anything, and a in a publicist sees it, yep, and handles a brand that mm-hmm. they want would want in it or would yep. have liked to have in it, they will send and pitch you and be like, "Hey, saw your article on these fragrances. Think you'd really like this one. Can you update your ar- yeah. article?" Fuck no, off. Fuck you. If you would have done your job in the yeah. first place, I would have had the fragrance. And I could have put it in if I liked yeah. it. Like Which which also reminds me of like this very common thing a lot of publicists do that I think all of them should stop doing, which is they'll just email you and ask you what you're working on. Oh my god. That <laughs> that the screenshot I sent yes. you, that email from like a week yes. or two ago. It's some... like nothing n- no helpful hints. It's just like, what are you working on? And I was like, I'm sorry, who do I report to you? Exactly. Fuck off. Uh this publicist sent me this a astoundingly daft email <laughs> a few weeks ago she was like i know that like you're getting a lot of emails from a lot of publicists and i don't want to clog up your inbox if you could just tell me what you're working on i'll uh, tell you what brands would be good or if you could just send me your editorial calendar so i know what you've got coming up i can pitch you for that i was like are you like n- uh who in i the feel right like mind? i want to forward that to their manager and be like stop you said like tell the brands they handle yeah. like throw the scroll onto this yeah. so unprofessional it's so bad in what world is someone going to send their publications editorial calendar to a publicist are you kidding me <laughs> go to hell <laughs> take me to dinner yeah also that what's the most foul perfume you've ever smelled oh easy easy i think we both agree yep secretions magnifique oh my god yeah violent violent <laughs> nightmare 
What do you do mm. with all the fragrance you get from brands that you don't like? Both Sable and I are very good about donating ever, anything that we don't use. Yeah. Come um, to my house and yeah. you'll walk away with a bag. We give away a lot and then we like to our friends and family yeah. and then we donate everything that we don't use. I we both hate wasting. I hate I hate, I hate wasting. I hate waste. I hate clutter. Yes. Same. Yeah. I hate wasting product. I hate wasting money. I hate wasting time. Yeah. I will never and I know that people like need things. Not everyone gets all this shit for free. So I want it to make I want people to use things. Yeah. So we are good about that. Nothing ever gets thrown out. What do you think most people get wrong about fragrance? That there's fragrances for men and yes. there's fragrances I was gonna, for women. I was going to yeah. say like the heavily gendering of, of yep. scent. Mm-hmm. Free yourself of gender. Free yourself. <gasps> What's your favorite cold soup? God, I'm being trolled. I have an answer. <laughs> I'm being trolled by my friends. All of your friends have like my favorite questions. Okay, every time that we post a Q&A, all of my friends jump in with just the nastiest shit. And I'm like, I have to go in and delete all of I these things. I wish you had it because I, I feel like I would have liked them. <laughs> anyway, my favorite cold soup is nanyum. What is that? It's a Korean summer dish. It's a cold beef broth okay. with buckwheat noodles. And there's like little slices of beef. I feel like we've had it together. Beef. Um, I think we have like pear slices, oddly mustard and vinegar. Oh, it's so good, it's so tasty. Nice. Best fragrance with coffee and or chocolate. Wait, this is infuriating. How do all I want to do? The only reason what? I want a boyfriend is so he can teach me how to work my phone or just do wait. It for what did me. you do? I don't know. I'll be your phone boyfriend. I know you are my phone boyfriend. Honestly, <laughs> there we go. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Okay, best fragrance with coffee and or chocolate. Acro awake and acro dark. Agreed, but my answer is different. How is it agreed then? Because I like you. <laughs> Mine is YSL's Black Opium Intense. Oh, yes. I, yes, Sable, yes, yes. I know you introduced me mm-hmm. to it. You talked mm-hmm. about it first. Mm-hmm. When I tell you, that is one of my absolute favorite fragrances of the year. That fragrance is so, so astoundingly good. So good. It's so coffee. It's so chocolate. I it, think it's way more coffee than chocolate. I agree, yeah. but I think the chocolate in it gives it a lot of depth and a lot of like sweetness yeah it is so good i just always wish i was wearing it it is astounding yeah and i love that it's like a from a mainstream brand like lol (laughs) (laughs) and that's my review i don't need it okay this is a name of a fragrance i don't need a prince by my side to be a princess by killian is that a fuck girl scent yes it's from that awful line of killian scents with like pinterest names i don't think it's a fuck girl scent because i think a fuck girl fuck boy scent denotes ubiquity mm. and i don't think that's ubiquitous enough but it's a fuck if it's a fuck girl sent to you then i think it's that's a valid. slutty scent oh a slutty scent for sure yes all I think killian all... scents are slutty mm, fair enough but especially from that collection yeah i remember the launch party for that and yeah something went horribly wrong because i do like the scents the names are garbage the scents are a bit much for me to be honest uh, i mean um this is good i'm working as an editor for an art magazine but i also want to delve into beauty any advice you're ready for it you're an editor yeah. already, so you know that's true. what they're looking for. Just start writing writing stories that would be appropriate mm-hmm. for your art magazine yeah. that have beauty to do with it. Exactly. Or, yeah. you know, you know how to pitch and you know how to write. So yeah. I'm, you're more than halfway there. Yeah. I'm sure you're a good writer. Send a strong pitch email with a strong article. You may have to write the article first, honestly. I've never done that. Yeah, but you are an established writer. Yeah, but even when I wasn't. Right. Like, that to me just seems weird. Yeah. But. yeah. I think you have to write enough the pitch then to like... Write a good pitch. Yeah show that you know what you're talking about yeah don't worry about yeah don't worry make about it, this girl you got it make it unique pitch it to the right outlet that you think would be interested in that mm-hmm. concept or yeah. whatever 
and make sure it hasn't already been published. Yes. <laughs> also that. Yes. What do you think is the next mm-hmm. scent that will be inescapable? The next Centile 33 or uh, Baccarat Rouge 540? Maybe I just don't travel in the same circles as people, but like I don't, I feel like Baccarat Rouge 540 like is not super ubiquitous to me. Like, I don't know these girls. I would, ag- <laughs> I would agree Who with are you. These girls? I would agree with you, but I keep seeing it pop up in places that I wouldn't yeah. expect it or from people that I wouldn't expect it from, okay. which makes me think it is more ubiquitous than I think. I'm with you, but I think I keep getting proved right. wrong. Okay, fair enough. I think my answer, <laughs> probably a lot to do with me, is not sorry, JK, is Cloud. I, I feel know. like Cloud is already That's true. that level. That's true. It's just like a different crowd. Yeah. I feel like Mojave Ghost is well, it's well on its way. I think it's been on its True. I think it, that's one of the more ubiquitous burrito scents. Yeah, Mojave Ghost. I was going to say something with ISOE Super. Probably like the uh, like eccentric molecules that one. Okay. And scents like those. Yeah. Something that smells like nothing. Yeah. I think what helps these two examples, Santal and Baccarat Rouge, be get to like the level of commonality that you're referring to is they both do a good job of not being gendered which does really help like widen the scope and you know i feel like buck rouge 540 is pretty gendered do you to who i feel like every time i've heard and like i own it yeah but like every time i've heard people describe it and stuff it's that it's like a very feminine scent okay and i could be wrong saying that but i to me it's like you're gonna get uh you know to be a, a temple fragrance like that faster yep. if you are not for women for men and yep. I, to my knowledge the both are not but I could no the, well they're they're not right. intended yeah i think certainly leans feminine don't yes, get me wrong yes 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 i was gonna say that brand like maison marie louis uh yeah they have one that everyone raves about mm-hmm. and they rave about it specifically because they say it smells exactly like Santal 33 oh so i don't know if that's I don't know if that answers the question, but it's like, oh, that might just be the next one. Can you just get a no idea, please? Yeah. Have a little fucking fun. (laughs) Does rubbing your wrists after spraying a fragrance actually degrade it? Sounds like BS, but IDK. I think that is true. That is true, actually, because it crushes and smushes the molecules. Mm -hmm. You can tap, so don't, but don't rub. Really? (laughs) I was told never to tap. I probably don't want you to tap either, but. Don't touch them. Yeah. No touching. Yeah. Stop touching. What do we think of Urban Outfitters fragrances? Do they still do fragrance? Yeah, and they they have a couple. In, not that I've, I was going to say, not that I've been to Urban Outfitters yeah, in like, years. This is literally from Urban Outfitters. <laughs> I bought it last week. They're they, nice. They have a I few. Thought. People like them a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's the one brand that I told everyone that was full of carcinogens. Oh, yeah. It's not. It's not. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, people like them a lot. They're cute and small. Yeah, and they're not that expensive. Very gourmand. I really they like them. They are very gourmand. They have a couple in store, but I looked online and they have like 20 cents. Oh, really? Yeah, and they are oh. all they all sound lovely. Okay. So the ones that I have smelled, I really like. Cool. Oh my God, wait. I, love I don't even want to ask this one. What's the dumbest thing you've ever done in a moment of passion? Stick around. Hey! <laughs> all right. That's, that's my answer. I... <laughs> Ooh, run us through how you guys record and edit the podcast. <laughs> I don't know that you need all that. BTS, behind the scenes of Smell You Later. We hit record on, we use this program called Descript. Don't give them a plug. We use this program called Descript. From that, hell. That, yes. From hell. It is a program from hell. Because if it worked smoothly, it would be 
incredible. It would be unimpeachable. It would be the one. And by the way, we pay for this. Yes. This is a paid service. We have to pay for this. And what it's what is so good about it is that it transcribes the interview above the sound bar. So yeah. you can edit in the bar or you can edit like a Word document. It's yeah. incredible. That's great. But it's laggy as fuck. And it it's just so slow that it takes like hours. Rage. 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 It is simultaneously yes. the best and worst thing I've ever used. Agree. Agree. Anyway, Descript, if you're listening, what the fuck? And we reached out to them like yeah. a few times one time. And then yeah. one time they reached out for us for feedback. And Sable sent an email that was like, you know what, guys? Gotta be honest. It's not very good. And what yeah. did they hit back? They're like, thanks for the feedback. Yeah, it was just like a Are you thank fucking you. kidding me? I was like, either. Like, come on, man. Come on. Not to block anyone's bag, but like, yo. <sighs> for real. <laughs> um. Yeah, so we hit record on Descript. I have an audio interface. It has two inputs because that's all you need. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, we just talk for however long we talk. And then we edit and it takes hours and we're enraged. And then we upload it and then write a stupid little description yeah. and do a stupid little Instagram post. And there you go. Sable's a little bit more of the IT girl because we record at her place usually. Yeah. <laughs> she'll she'll upload it into Descript. And then I typically will jump in first to edit. Yeah. I am very, I not that you're not, I'm just saying personally, I give, I'm like really precious with the edit. It, we both care like really deeply about the quality of the show. <laughs> not so much about the content sometimes, <laughs> but uh, I'm kidding. Quality. Um, I'm very anal about all that. And uh, lately in the, in the past couple, uh, in the first couple months, I was like crazy about it. I had to like take away like every vocal tick, every like, every um. But lately I have learned that like we just all have a, have a rhythm to how we speak mm -hmm. and sometimes like you can't lose some of that shit because that is part of the anatomy of the way that you yeah. sound. And when you chop it up too much you start sounding like, sounding like a robot and then what yeah. do you lose? Like the quality of the show. And like as long as you're not liking and umming too much yep. no one's going to catch it. But people are always like, oh my god, you sound so good. Like, you never stutter, you never say like, and it's like, no, no, no. I spend five oh, yeah. hours a weekend editing this shit down. I, like, I have it on good authority that most people who do podcasts yeah. also edit the shit out of their likes and Because you should. You don't want to yeah. like... Which, like, it makes sense. But again, you can keep some in yeah. if it sounds natural. Oh, yeah. That's I don't judge anyone fine. for how much they edit their shit. Look at yeah. what I do to this show. Yeah. I mean, I've also, I've listened to podcasts that, like, very clearly don't edit. Yes. yes. And, like, they're very popular podcasts. Mm -hmm. But I'm also just like, where the fuck are you going with this? Right. I think, like, flow is more of my concern. Because we go on some tangents. Yeah. And some of the tangents we do take out if we're yeah. just like, what the fuck is this? But There's one, <laughs> one recent one that I am surprised that you took out. It was more your end than mine, though, for okay. once I wasn't... Uh, yeah, sometimes I'll, like, you know, when you look at things and edit, and then you're like, is this going to age well? Yeah. And if the answer is no, then it's like, not even moving. age well. I yeah. just, you know, we don't ever want to be that inflammatory. Yeah, that um, too. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, it takes a lot of time, but I, I love and I love editing, honestly. I, yeah. I did a lot of, like, video editing in college, and, like, when, when we started this, I was terrified of editing. The first night, I was like, wait, mm -hmm. I love this. What am I talking about? I love adding in, like, the little... Oh, so stuff. all the funny sounds and shit, those all come from Sable. Yeah. She... I don't think in that way. Um, I want everything to sound and look like a cartoon. Yeah, so. no, it's so funny. Like, yeah. I'll... I'll listen back before we, or maybe sometimes after we post, just to make sure like yeah. it didn't upload crazy. And I'll, I'll hear all her little bouncy sound effects. I'm like, Shh, this girl's funny. <laughs> That's how we do it. Oh, I didn't see this one. What do you wear when you want to turn everyone at the bar oh, on? I by feel the like you already by the fireplace by replica. Period. Yes. You love that one. People smell that and their clothes fall off their body. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Try it. 
for me, I feel like that smell is Narcisa Rodriguez <laughs> for her. You love the that. black bottle. I gotta get that. It's just like a plume of white florals, uh. which is it's. I mean, it's called for her. It is very. It reads very feminine. But like that shit gets compliments out the ass. Okay. And I I feel like if you're a fan of fracas, like Robert P. A. Fracas, it's similar mm-hmm. because it's just like a bouquet of white florals. Sure. I don't know what it is about florals. Like we are not floral girls. No. But that one is the that's the one that's the flirty scent. Nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love. I actually really love all of Narciso Rodriguez's scents, mm. but they do read very yeah. bombastically feminine to me and like that's part of their charm i think yeah. is that they just like go for it their imaging is really beautiful yes it's i very, love the bottles yes too. it's very understated they play into mm-hmm. the color of the bottles mm-hmm. really well yeah i mean i i, I always like their thumb stopping visuals as <laughs> any dumbass <laughs> marketing stopping. department would say actually machine gun kelly's nail polish line looks a lot like the narciso rodrigo oh, really? rodriguez brand images yeah oh. just like in the way that they like interesting yeah it's weird their newest one in that family, Musk Noir, mm-hmm. is also, I think, very feminine. feminine. Very flirty. What do you do when you accidentally put on too much perfume? <gasps> I was in the closet last night <laughs> and I was about to go out and spray something on me, but I was also thinking, like, girl, what are you going to wear tomorrow? I took a cap off of a fragrance, oh. but it took the atomizer off too oh, no. so it was just like i opened a bottle of liquor oh, i was like wait and then i was all over my hands and my walls and uh so yeah i was suddenly wearing a lot of a fragrance and girl there's nothing you can do honestly sometimes you just gotta commit yeah change your clothes put on a bold lip <laughs> okay <laughs> either change your clothes or like wash it off even that sometimes like yeah sure wash it off but it's like you sometimes mm-hmm. unless you're going to shower well, I guess it depends on where you sprayed it. True. Like, just before we recorded this podcast, I think I washed off a Dior hypnotic poison from my arms because I sprayed it on and then I was just like, ugh. I don't know why. It just, like, wasn't the day for it. Yeah. I had a visceral reaction. I was like, not today. Right. And then I, like, scrubbed it off. And then I put on something else. What to do when your favorite scent isn't available anymore. I feel like we've get talked about favorite. this. But yeah, get a new favorite. I would go to Fragrantica figure out the notes Ooh. that you liked about the scent um it's so such a gamble though i know but like if you need a place to start it's better than going in blind going in dry i just feel like so many scents when i read the recipe i'm like whoa that's not what i expected at all i have something to say okay it's not related to any of this okay but it's about dossier oh sable and i've been talking a lot about dossier um because people because you motherfuckers keep my boss slacked me this week really? and he was like thoughts on dossier i'm like can you leave me alone all yeah, you all leave hell? me alone collectively in what context like why i, I people want to know the girls are chirping like literally what about it so i think we both don't fuck with dossier i don't want to open this can again we've already gotten weird feedback i don't fuck with it because i think it's an unoriginal cash grab mm-hmm. and look not to like get really big on this but like the world is on fire we don't need more unnecessary shit on the world like the beauty industry is just pumping out shit like fast fashion so when i see a very clearly intentionally fast beauty brand pumping out on other people's coattails i'm like why do you exist you don't need Mm -hmm. to exist and as we say this let me say a few things i shouldn't have to say this because we say this every time but number one 
We understand that we get this for free and you don't. And we understand that's a huge privilege. It's not a money thing. And all of that. I know, I know. Like, but, but we talk, we acknowledge that all the time. So thanks. To, but I think I landed the plan on why I don't fuck with Dossier. It is because this came to me in the shower at Equinox on a Tuesday afternoon. Being a knockoff brand that is a blatant, like, yeah. that is their business model. A blatant model. biter yeah. brand. That, yeah. that is their business model is saying you can get this scent for less. That posits that the only value mm-hmm. that there is in fragrance is one, a $350 price tag, or two, a brand name. So if you can't get Tom Ford Bitter Peach, you can get our $40 version because you should only want the top of the top. You know, you should only want this expensive shit. That is not true. And why I don't fuck with it is because like, the world is wide. There's so much shit out there. We talk about the Tom Fords of it all as well as the Bath and Body Works of it all every episode. We don't give a fuck about... Yeah, We we know we talk about expensive shit. We just, you know, fine. But we also like... We're trash. We like body sprays too. That, yeah. But the point of it is, it's like, if you, I, shit, I can't afford half the shit that we talk about if I wasn't getting it for free. I realize that. But it's like, then I would rather go find something that I like, that I like. I'd rather go discover something else that I mm-hmm. fuck with mm-hmm. than. That's an original. That's an original and has a story behind it and a concept behind it. And it's going to be a part of my life in a way that is my own than a knockoff of something that I. I, you know, yeah. it's, like it's tacky. It's tacky because listen, it's all coming from the same labs. Yep. It's all coming from the same ingredients. All the, the oils, yep. that are, and the, all this shit. I mean, I know it's different, but like by and large, girls, it's all a price tag. Yes, and it's all the same shit in, the, in, in different bottles. So it's like, yeah, I mean, like we live in a, a capitalistic society. We're all getting finessed. The joke's always on us. Send in the clowns. Yeah, but <laughs> I would rather discover something that fits my lifestyle and my budget more that's going to be cooler and more niche or not it might be bath and body works and that's yeah. just cool than going after a, a knockoff version of something that another brand made yeah. i don't know it does that make any sense it's just like it the value of fragrance is not yeah. the brand name or the price tag yes yes anyway i should sh- i shouldn't have gone back to this that's a great point that i hadn't considered actually an angle i, I told myself <laughs> all week i wasn't gonna bring that up <sighs> no but I totally agree with that. I mean, my whole thing is that, like, I think it's tacky. And like you just said, there's a world of fragrance out there. And if you can't afford one, not for nothing, there's, like, not a fuck ton of, like, original smells to be smelled. Yeah. So, like, you're going to find something similar. Also, people will be like, so I bought 10 uh, um, dossier scents. I was like, okay, that was $400. Wait, who is doing that? And I don't don't give a fuck how you spend your money, whether you buy expensive shit or not. But it's like... I just don't think it's that rewarding either. Like, I, if anything, if I was like, oh, no, I can't afford this Tom Ford fragrance, so I buy this knockoff brand, that's not going to make me feel good about the scent. Like, if anything, that'll be like, I don't know, I feel like that would make me feel worse. Go to Target and fuck with Mix Bar. Their shit yeah. is so good. Their shit is just as good as Tom Ford. It's like 28 bucks. Yeah. Also, a lot of times, the same perfumers who do Tom Ford exactly. stuff do, like, body splash stuff, too. I'm going to cut that all out. I shouldn't have... Okay. Open that can of worms. I think it's valid. I think it's valid. I just like, I don't work as hard to acknowledge the like expensiveness of it all and like the PR of it all. Dude, we're not marketers. We are not the people pricing this shit. Also, maybe you're not super into beauty in the sense that we are on the industry and editorial side. But like, if you were not aware of this before, 
80% of the price in beauty products is marketing. Mm -hmm. In fact, like, okay, like L'Oreal owns so many brands, luxury as well as drugstore, same labs are created in. Same shit. And it's just the marketing. It's just the perception. And in fact, and they've done studies on this, people are more likely to buy stuff when it's more expensive because the perception is that it's more valuable, mm -hmm. it's more effective. Mm -hmm. So it's like you said, it's all a capitalist game and the joke is on us. Like we are also feeding into that feedback loop. But like, I just, I feel icky about supporting or buying into a brand whose entire model is to knock on other things. Yeah. You could go to Fragrantica and read the comments because a lot of people will say like, oh, this smells like this or this reminds me of this. So like, that's a great jumping off place to smell, to, yeah. to start from. Okay, anyway. Man, now I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, we're hungry. We're hungry. So that's that's why we're getting like, that's why we're wildly out to the end of this episode. Yeah, honestly. The hungrier we are when we record, the more chaotic the episode is. That's a fact. If we're, if we're running on fumes, yep. it's going to be a kooky episode, mm -hmm. and aren't they all? So yeah, thank you for contributing your questions. I love these Q and A's. I, love I, them. I, I, I wish we could do them more, but like I don't want them to like uh, to Over, the shine to yeah, wear off. Yeah, I think yeah. two years good. Mm -hmm. There, I look forward to them so much. <laughs> and what an episode this was! What an episode this was! Thank you so much for listening. We should do. What are we going to do next? A holiday episode? Sure. Sure. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. <laughs> Follow us and smell you later. Wow. Wow. Follow us on Instagram and smell you later on MP3. I'm Tynan Buck. And I'm a Table Toast Secret. And until next time, we'll smell you later. Smell you later. Smell you later.